Hi, folks. This is Brett Ashley, your host for High Tea with Monsters, Rebel Scum, and Vigilantes. This is a mini mini uh, only a couple of minutes, and I'm in the process of cutting and editing the um, Rise of Skywalker predictions pod right now. But I couldn't um, not say something, so I'm going to post this before the um, longer Rise of Skywalker prediction pod episode. One topic I think it's critically important for me to touch on today is something that happened in the news that involves a character from the Star Wars universe. So Adam Driver obviously plays Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, one of the most brilliant actors. He's a former Marine. He has musical talent. He's just a celebrated and high-achieving performer. He has been really candid since the beginning of his acting career that he prefers not to see or hear clips of himself when he does pressers he doesn't like to be a part of watching the premiere of a film um he gets very nervous or he's just it's not our business he's made it clear he's uncomfortable he has set the terms with his press team and with interviewers for years that this is not something that he is amenable to. And in the last few days, uh, WHYY, which is the NPR affiliate in Philadelphia, they tried to get Adam Driver to listen to a clip of himself singing on The Marriage Story, which he's also promoting currently with Scarlett Johansson. In 2015, when, when Fresh Air interviewed him, he just followed cues from the production team to take his headphones off when he didn't want to hear a clip of himself. And I don't know if the production team assumed that he would do the same thing this time. I don't know if they felt that this was agreed upon. I don't know if there was a rider. I don't know. I don't know the details. And it doesn't matter that I don't know the details. What matters is that we know this is a story at all. The media is tearing Adam Driver to shreds over this, which is completely ableist and unfair. Whether he has an anxiety condition or just is uncomfortable in a situation like this, we have no right. The media has no right, and certainly the production team and PR team at Fresh Air and WHYY have no right to question uh, the boundaries that he has set for himself. It doesn't matter if he was comfortable doing the same exact thing in 2015. If he's not comfortable today, he's not comfortable today. If I had told somebody that I didn't want to hear a clip of myself singing, and also I didn't want to sit around watching other people hear the clip of myself singing and just sort of take my headphones on and off, and they went ahead and did it anyway, I'd be pissed too. I would just walk off as well. And I think that the way that this is manifesting in a completely disappointing and disgusting way that people who suffer from anxiety disorders are being forced to prove their illness to doubters, you know, that that someone like a Piers Morgan or whoever, I don't even care who some of these pundits are, could say something like, okay, well, then you, how can you be a Hollywood actor and... And you have this crippling anxiety that you don't want to hear or see yourself. Look at these actors and actresses who go up to accept their trophies at the Oscars. Like 90% of them are shaking, breaking out in hives. They have tears in their eyes. They can't get up and down the stairs without falling. Like just because you can act well on stage or on screen with a script and a costume and directors and rehearsals doesn't mean that you're going to love being in front of a crowd. Um, And I know that sounds weird to some people, but it's very true. There are a lot of extremely creative individuals 
who suffer crippling social anxiety, generalized anxiety, and various anxiety disorders. This is something that's very personal to me and very near and dear to my heart. I I think a lot of writers, podcasters, musicians, poets, etc., who create feel the need to explain themselves and to excuse themselves from having this perpetual fear or anxiety about their work, about being in front of people, talking about their work sometimes can be very difficult. A lot of folks work with press teams to overcome some of these triggers and feelings and again I don't know for sure if that's what's going on with Adam Driver he has earned the right to just say I don't feel comfortable with this this is the the boundary I'm setting every one of us has earned the right to say that I am very uncomfortable with what's being done to him in the media I have listened to Fresh Air for more than 20 years I've been a supporter of NPR for that long I remember listening to Terry Gross's voice in my kitchen as a eight or nine year old and this is utterly disappointing. It's a failure on NPR's part that we even know that this is a story. The production team should have kept their mouths closed and there were more, much more graceful ways they could have talked about why the interview with Adam Driver didn't air. So Adam Driver has my unwavering support in this situation and I do really hope that we can start to be a society that stops putting the burden upon people who are suffering to prove out their suffering instead of trying to accommodate their needs. Um, And that's what I want to say about that.